everybody, welcome back. This is Andrea Eppolito celebrating life, luxury, and above all else love. It is Friday, April 12th, and I wanna start today's podcast with just a very quick personal announcement. Today is my husband's last day as a member of the food and beverage team with MGM Resorts. Now, this has been a spectacular place. It's an amazing company, and we have each individually and as a couple had beautiful experiences working with the teams at MGM across multiple properties over the years. And it is a mainstay of our lives and a touchstone for us. But on Monday, he is going to join me in running our businesses. I have said for the last 15 years that Tony Fisher is my partner in business and in life. And on Monday, that is going to be true in every sense of the word. We have a lot of really fun, exciting, big things that we have been working on quietly over the last six months. And the fact that this man loves me enough and respects me enough and encourages me enough and believes in me so much so that he is willing to step away from what he has been doing and join me for the next six months in order to launch some of these things makes me hands down the luckiest girl in the world. I adore him. I love him. I respect him. And soon I will be getting him to come on the show, hopefully next week. But for today, I have the incredible pleasure of introducing you to Sean Lowe. Now, if you have been a subscriber to the podcast and you've listened here and there over the last couple of years, you have heard me talk about the BBC Collective. This is the Business of Being Creative Collective. It is founded and moderated by Sean Lowe. Sean is a reformed lawyer and finance guy. He has an absolutely brilliant, cerebral business mind, and yet he has found himself in a place where he spends his days helping creatives like myself build better businesses. A lot of people have reached out and said to me, can you talk to me about the BBC? What exactly is it? Or they've said like, maybe someday it's a place that I aspire to, to go, to work towards being a part of. And to all of them, I say, please don't wait. Please don't aspire. We need you now. We need your voices now because what we do in this place, the work is so much about the collective. It's about coming together as a group and changing the way that we see the world, the way that we put ourselves out into it. And the entire goal is to elevate all of us so that we are able to produce a better level of art for our clients. Now, the art can't exist unless the business supports it. Sean Lowe and the BBC have been incredibly instrumental in changing my business and putting me in a position to where I can do much better work. I am beyond honored to introduce him to all of you. And if you have any questions, wait till the end. Sean's gonna tell you exactly how to reach out to him. Until then, enjoy this interview and I will talk to you all next week. Hello, Sean. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to have you here. You are actually my first guest of 2019, so I couldn't think of, of a better way to kind of start the interview process this year. Well, that is quite an honor. Thank you very much. So, I mean, I, 
obviously have a great relationship with you, but for people who don't know you, you were originally a lawyer who had mm-hmm. created into, you've kind of moved into creative business work. How did mm-hmm. that transition happen for you? Um, I wish I could say like I had a roadmap to get there, but it kind of happened by happenstance. So um, I was a lawyer, then I was a, an investment banker, and after that I was running my own business, and uh, at the time it was a food business based in New York, and um, we were really affected by 9-11, and uh, uh, so I needed to try to save the business, and I thought at the time I knew from the food world, I knew uh, people who knew Preston, um, Preston Bailey, that is, um, and uh, um, Preston, which I later found out is not helpful in catering um, because he's a decor person, but I didn't know that. Um, shows you how much I knew about the event business. Uh, and and so he came down actually with Marcy Blum to my kitchen, and Marcy is very familiar with food businesses, having you know some experience in her own self. She's a culinary uh, institute graduate. Um, and she said, you know, that guy's really smart and really great, but his business is not going to make it. Um, and at the time, Preston was deeply in debt, and me being lawyer, banker, thought that I could help get him out of debt um, just by raising him money. But um, when you owe money for taxes and to, uh, you know, landlord and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't actually help you get out of debt, right? Because nobody wants to give you money to get to the government. Um, right. So. Uh, but along the way of trying to do that for him, I figured out that we both figured out that I could really run his business. So, um, you know, long story short is I started running Preston's business, uh, in September of '03, um, and, um, stayed with Preston for, uh, six and a half years, uh, before I left to start my own consulting business. And, um, what I quickly discovered is that I really have a, a deep, deep, uh, love for creative business. And what I define creative businesses is that, is, uh, um, is is that anything that you doesn't exist before you um, put it out there is a creative business. And I'm like, how do you get paid for the creativity of it all? Um, is something that really speaks to me and, and that uh, I just kept on falling in love with and falling over with. And then Preston has a dear friend who is Vincent Wolf, who's an interior designer. And so I started to split my time um, as I started to be successful with Preston and help Vincent, who doesn't need help with his business, but at the time was making a lot of real estate deals and things like that. Um, to help his interior design business. And um, the trade was he taught me everything he knows about interior design um, and how that business works. So I just started to, to grow and grow and grow with all these different kind of creative businesses. And then, you know, six and a half years in, I decided that it was time to be on my own. And I've been really fortunate in the last 10 years to have worked with just about every single kind of creative business that's out there. And and, um, and it never gets old. And it's just, it's just really, really um, interesting to me how you can get paid for what's between your ears, you know, over and over and over again. I love that. And that's one of the big takeaways that I've gotten from you is just that phrase being paid for what's between your ears that I think a lot of us now have adopted and used because it's such a great way to explain what the transaction is between Mm -hmm. a creative business and a client. And it's it's really you're being paid for the thought process and the things that you think of and how you see the world and then how you transform the world through those thoughts with production. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, and that's such a tough place to be because, you know, when we were pre-internet, pre-everything, it was really, um, you didn't have to necessarily get paid for that because the product itself was so uh, tough to come by, right? It was really hard to say, hey, let me come play our forest or photographer or, you know, or, you know, even a linen company, right? You physically would have to go there where, you know, today, you know, with all of the digital world that we live in, that's not there. So the product itself, 
is faded away. And so like, it's interesting to me as my career has unfolded, you know, where there really it is that that idea is, is what is, what are you thinking about, right? And how are you going to use all of those elements to make something better for me, right? Um, that's, it's like the world has come to me. So it's really very, very cool. Well, I became aware of you as, as a professional and as a thought leader, as an attendee at the Engage Luxury Wedding Summit. And the first time that I saw you, it was very intimidating to hear you speak because I think that Engage really, I always have split the speakers into two different categories just in my mind. There are people who are incredibly motivational, like the Cindy Novotny's and Simon and things like that, who are really there to kind of pump you up and get you engaged and get you excited about the product. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who are either celebrities in their own right, like the Prestons or the Collins or the Marcy's and the people who are doing like me when I present, where we're talking about the actual business. But when you get up and speak, and maybe it's because you're a reformed lawyer, but you have such a very cerebral take on it. And you're clearly a thinker. And that was what drew me to you because I thought, I've, I've never gone to a conference that's about the pretty Mm-hmm. And heard someone speak so deeply and passionately about the the process. Mm-hmm. And then the first time that I was booked as a speaker, I'm standing up there in my room and I look in the back and you walk in and I was like, fuck, Sean Lowe, <laughs> like my first time speaking here and Sean Lowe is in the room That's because I felt this, this need, like I need to be incredibly sharp and I need to really bring it because I know that you have this thing where you will call people on their bullshit. And I I told a story about my husband and afterwards we happened to find ourselves in an elevator together and you tapped me on the shoulder and you said, was that story true? And I said, yeah, it is. And I was consulting at the time with a property up in Napa. And so you and I got together and we had breakfast and just kind of talked as two people who found each other interesting and that's when you told me about the BBC Collective, which is mm-hmm. the business of being creative collective. Mm-hmm. And it was an immediate no-brainer for me because I thought, well, this is an opportunity for me to go into a, a think tank and really learn from my peers. But the, what we've ended up doing, and I, I, I would like you to speak on this more than me even, is that you identify the biggest challenges that small, independently-owned creative businesses face and you bring them to, to light. So how was it that you started the BBC? What was your goal for the attendees? And, and how did this whole process and this community come to be? Well, I mean, I have been doing it. So the BBC is about, well, it'll be two years in June. Um, and um, in, in what I, the reason I started it was, you know, having done as much consulting as I had done one-on-one I, and gone to Engages for as long. I've been going to Engage as long as it's been in existence. That I just decided that, hey, you know, there's got to be something where we can have this ongoing community of people who want to challenge themselves, you know. And it's the law background that really spoke it to, spoke to me, which is, you know, a great dialogue that is about, you know, that, that there's always two sides. There's always a way to kind of th- think about things, but to really dig into stuff, really dig in on a weekly basis so that, you know, I would say that, that on, as a group, 
right? You could make real changes in a particular industry, you know, a particular market, you know, um, and really, you know, be that that place where you can push an envelope, right? Um, I am very much what I'm very much into is is really learning to 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 become uh, better, right? At, at, at what we're doing, not incrementally better, but radically better. You know, the idea that if you think about the world we live in, right, it's not 20 years old, right? I mean, it's just the 20 years ago, which is nothing, right? We don't look the same at all, right? So how do you, uh, you know, go forward there? How do you become radically different? How do you get better? And I've, I started to think like, we need to do this as a group. We need to have courage to do it as much as I love doing it. We'll never stop doing it one-on-one because there's nothing more gratifying than watching, you know, a creative uh, entrepreneur, you know, really embody themselves, right? And really stand solidly on their foundation about how they do it, right? Um, and that to me is like a great dialogue. And, you know, again, my legal training and, and how to really hit, tear apart an issue and really work it um, and work it as a group. Um, and, you know, to me, that was the whole genesis behind it, which was, let's see what we can do to help these businesses go radically further. Um, and that doesn't mean that, hey, you can't learn the nuts and bolts and things like that. It's just that I take it that you have that already, right? I take it that you're thirsting to be different, right? You're thirsting to, you know, stand out to yourself, right? And so, um, and that you're willing to be part of a group and put it out there so that you can be better, right? And I think you're proof positive of what the group can do, right? Which is just to make yourself radically better I and mean, look at your story. I mean, it's, it's a, it, to me, that's the, a very big part of what it did, right? So for, for me, I, I like to think that I was always creative because weddings and, and events and kind of communicating who you are through a special moment in your life has always been something that, that I gravitated towards as a child, but I didn't go to business school. So for me, thinking like a business was the challenge. Examining it from a professional standpoint and not a pretty one was what I was looking for. And I think that when we get on the BBC call, and I mean, our group is planners, photographers, DJs, musicians, we have stationary people and you know people who do marketing. It's interesting that we all have this way of seeing the universe and things that we want to communicate, mm -hmm. but it's the back end that for, for me that I think we all come to the group for is to learn how do I run my business mm -hmm. so that it allows me to do the stuff that I love. Yeah. And, and that's what's interesting, but you always come up with these topics. How do you, how do you look at our industry and say, this is what's needed? Um, Lots of voices come to me and I'm always scouring it. So it's interesting what I say, and I say it all the time, is that in the industry, um, particularly the uh, you know, event business wedding industry, most people are thinking, even people that are trying to be, you know, experts in, in consulting, right, are, they're also in the business, right? So, you know, while I was in the business with Preston, I never had an interest in, in as much as, as I love the beauty of it all, as much as I love the beauty that, when I was working for Preston and Vincent that they create, I'm not invested in it, right? I'm invested in it because it does what it's supposed to do financially and spiritually and psycho, you know, and psychically, right? That it does what it's supposed to do. That's what interests me, right? And so the, the taking that and seeing business as be, itself being creative, that, you know, the thing about creative business is it is different, right? It runs differently. Nobody needs it. Right. It's all for the most part, it's it's meant to just 
fulfill somebody's want, but not a need, right? So nobody has to get married, right? Um, and certainly have a fabulous wedding, they want to, right? So taking that and growing that itself should be a creative endeavor, right? The business and the way the business runs should be creative and creative in a sense that there is no rule book, right? There is a place that you can just define it for yourself, what makes, makes it work for you, right? And that to me was the, is, is the energy behind it all, right? And that's what, you know, I watch the people that are part of the collective do, and that's when I look over the landscape of things to work on, right? That's usually what I'm looking at, right? Is just someone trying to find the box to put their issue in um, when they're, the work should be to undo the box, right? Um, and, and then figure it out, right? So that's the, that to me is, is the, what I usually see when I'm coming over there. And the point of it is, is that I'm obsessed with business, right? I'm obsessed with it. That's all I think about is how um, these businesses run where, you know, for the most part, you know, you're thinking about the, the, the art of it, the, the, the flowers, the, the catering, you're thinking about employees, you're thinking about like a million things, right? I mean, all I'm thinking about is the business. So bringing that energy to it of like, okay, wait a second, because I know that the business itself is the foundation, right? I know just like what you're talking about, that the stronger and most more creative your business itself is, the better you're going to do as an artist, right? And that's a, that's a forever for me. Right. So whenever I look out and say, oh, that's not happening or that's that could be done better or that could be something we can work on, um, whether that's a contract, whether that's, you know, um, how to how to price things, whether that's, you know, what the what the what the invoice should look like. Right. All of those things are things that I actually really understand are significant storytellers. Right. Um, and we can change them to make a better story. Right? So my it's funny because my best friend is a therapist. Uh -huh. and therapists are required to be in therapy, which I always found really interesting. And I thought that it kept, I always see it keeps her very sharp because she's examining herself while she's examining others. For me, as somebody who has different layers to my business, and there are all different things that I do, when I met you, I was already consulting for other businesses, uh -huh. but I didn't have, I didn't have a leader. I didn't have a consultant examining my own. And being able to be a part of the BBC and to look at other ways of, of approaching the world has definitely made me a better consultant. And there are a lot of think tanks that are kind of springing up now. Mm -hmm. And I, I look at them all and I examine them all because, A, I want to I look at what I'm doing and what I'm offering to my B2B clients and saying, how am I different? How am I better? What's, you know, what's my unique mm -hmm. positioning? But mm -hmm. I also put them up against the BBC because mm -hmm. that's where I'm the most active. And I, what I think the biggest differentiator is, is that you don't come to the table saying, I have the answer. Mm -hmm. You present a question and then we come to it together. We all yes. contribute to it. But I, from your perspective, how do you differ from everyone else that's out there that's offering? And it's not this type of service, but when it's another consultant that is yeah. pitching themselves, where do you feel the bigger value is for the BBC? Well, I think you, you, you hit on it, right? Where it's my philosophy. Um, and so I know a lot. Um, and, and because then I'm obsessed with what I have. 
and I think you're exactly right, is that I, I think that anyone who knows me is I really am hugely opinionated, right? There's no doubt, right? But I'm also a thousand percent uninvested in being right. So if I'm going to bring all of my opinions to the table and, and the willingness to have a dialogue, right, and do it every single week, I think some, some people mistake the idea of trying to find an answer and, you know, take a course and then, or be part of a group for a little while or, or you know, show up once a month. Um, as and, and hopefully that will help them. I'm never going to tell somebody that's not going to help them. But the real change, the real work is having someone like me lead a group that I know what I know um, and I'm going to fight for it and have hopefully people argue back. Right. Not in a in never personal. Right. But in a really, really healthy way so that because well, because the way I see it is if you can argue back with me and, and defend why you're doing what you're doing, you can argue with anybody. Right. Um, and that makes it really valuable and doing it to me on a weekly basis of giving yourself that time. Right. To set aside whether you decide to do anything with it afterwards um, is up to you. I hope you do. Um, but what the point of it is, is like you invest in yourself. Right. To spend an hour and a half, you know, on the phone every week, if you can, if not listening back to the call um, and digging in on allowing yourself to say, hey, is is not just is there a better way to do this, but is there just another way? Right. And which is hopefully better, but radically better. Um, and you can just keep doing that week after week. Part of the real change in business to me is just showing up, right? And showing up in a place where you know you're going to be uncomfortable. That's, you know, you hit on therapy that nobody likes to go to therapy, right? It's not like a fun time, right? It's the idea that you're going to go and hopefully discover things about yourself that you'll, you'll then take into the world and, and be better, be happier, right, in what you've done. Um, and that's really the work that I'm hopeful that the collective does and it has, I mean, I've seen it. So it's, it's that, that, you know, that's the thing I do. Um, we've had some uncomfortable calls where we are not in agreement as a group or people are not in agreement with you. And especially in the beginning, there were a lot of times where I would be listening and in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And it, it would bother me for hours. And I would be going over it in my head and saying like, Either do, do I really believe in what I believe? And sometimes the answer to that has been yes. Or am I just, am I digging in my heels and saying, no, this is how it's always been done. And then later coming to, you know what though? They're right. And that's the, that's the hard part for me. Who's somebody, I, I hate being wrong. Right. I hate it. And yet this is a place where every week I am given permission. And I, I don't think I felt it in the beginning, but two years in, I absolutely rely on it now. I'm able to go to a place and I'm given permission to be wrong and to examine things about what do I do and how do I do it? And, and then really thinking about why, what was my motivator and how could I come at this from a different place? And am I able to learn something more about my business from somebody who doesn't do what I do? And how can I take their perspective and use it to make my business better, my client's experience better, and the other businesses that I touch, how can I use what I do in these 90 minutes to elevate other people whose businesses I interact with? Right. And I've been able to do that. I've been able to say to people in my own market, like, hey, I'm a part of this group, and this is what we were talking about, and even though you're not – 
have you looked at it this way? Because if my business is moving in this direction and you're a partner who I rely on, I would love to see you try this. And the greatest part for me has been being able to kind of take the gospel and take what we learn and in some way impact another business that then together we're able to create something bigger for a client. Yeah. And I think that that's exactly right. I mean, I think that's the whole seed of the collective, right? Is that I can't expect that all businesses are going to be part of it. It wouldn't work. Right. But if what happens is that you're convicted in the way you're doing things and to, to ground it. Right. So, and you've done this and I would love to give this specific example because I love it. You have come to see that having line item prices for specific items doesn't actually serve you. Right. In, in, the, in that way. Right. Because it should be about, Hey, you want to spend 10, and if I spend 10 really well and show you how I'm going to spend the 10, then does it really matter where I'm spending the 10? It just matters that, you know, that the price, for instance, of a, of a centerpiece is two, right? No, it doesn't matter at all. What matters is like, did you get your value when you see the 10 on, in, in front of you? And you've taught your florist that, right? And the florist is not part of the collective, but the no. florist understands it. And now the florist is free to say, yes, I can do that for two, and let me show you what I'm gonna do for two, and not have to worry that, hey, this little, these things are gonna get picked apart, right? Because a client can't understand that, right? And that's the flavor of the work that we've done, um, and that you've been able to take out to, and that's someone who you're working with, right? And also, then you're out to go and teach it. And I wanna be very clear, you know, the BBC isn't for everybody, right? It's because if you really are just looking for an answer, if you're really looking for the nuts and bolts kind of stuff that, that you feel like you need, um, it might give that to you, right? But, you know, we've had, unfortunately, a couple of people that really were intimidated, right? Um, and really weren't, weren't feeling that comfortable. I didn't believe that they couldn't be, right? But they didn't feel that way. So they wanted more of, you know, tell us what to do kind of energy, right? And, um, that didn't work for them, right? But what it does work for is for, you know, for those that really believe in themselves and can see that they have a future and, and are right there and ready to take it and do that work at all levels of the business, by the way, because we definitely have people that are doing, you know, not their, their gigs are not very expensive. And then people that are doing very, very expensive gigs, right? So it's depending on whatever their industry is. So to me, it's really important that, you know, those, that's what's coming out, right? Is that not only are you there to take your own business to another place, you're there to teach other people who are surrounding your business to take it to another place. And then if you happen to be doing the direct work of teaching as you are, Andrea, then yeah, I want that to happen too, right? I want, because I am definitely in that place of wanting to change the entire world, right? I want for creative businesses to be stronger because I know that if they're stronger, the art is stronger. If the art is stronger, then people are going to see things in that art and the world will change, right? So whatever it is that you want to inspire the world to be, it will be part of that, right? So it's really important to me that, that we, I'm, 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 the group itself is creating uh, its own movement, right? And so I, I love that as like tentacles go out there. And I am really fortunate, and I think that you are too, that you can see it. You can see where, hey, we're doing things differently. And because we're doing things differently, you know, things that have never, quite frankly, ever been done in the industry before, right? Um, and now we're starting to make them part of the industry, right? So I love that. So when it comes to that, I have the people who listen to this podcast and who reach out to me afterwards are at all levels. Mm -hmm. I have people who are just starting out as wedding planners who come to me and say, like, can I have a consultancy program or can you be a mentor mm -hmm. where you just teach me how to establish it? And I do that. And then I have people who are very, very 
well kind of versed in the industry who are listening just to get another perspective. And they're wondering, is the BBC something that I should be a part of? Mm -hmm. So this group, who is it, when I say who is it for, who's the ideal person that you would love to see join the BBC and what can they expect from the process? Awesome. So I, I think that the, the, the best kind of um, person in the BBC is someone who feels like they have a footing in their business, right? That they understand who they are. They understand the kind of client they want to have. They understand they've had a few of those clients. They, maybe it hasn't gone the smoothest, but they're, they, they know what they most want to do. They know who they most want to be. And they've, they've, they've done enough work, right. To feel like, yeah, I get it. Right. I get what I'm doing. It may not be going perfectly. Right. And that's okay. Right. But it's that I really have a sense of the kind of clients that I love. And that could be a super luxury client like you have, or it could be, you know, more of an accessible client. It doesn't make a difference. It has nothing, no, that has nothing to do with it. It is that you have a sense of who you want to be. Right. And because with that sense, then you can take the next level, which is to really step out and, and, you know, like step onto the stage you most belong on. That's who this, the, the group is for. Right. And that, and what we, what I really love about that is because there are people with all different perspectives, all different kind of size and scale of businesses that everybody's voice matters. I write it all the time and I mean it. Everybody's voice matters because, you know, part of it is like, well, that works for you, but it doesn't work for me. And that's actually perfect, right? Because it's supposed to be that way, right? Because if you stay in what you believe in yourself to be and the other person stays in what they believe, then the choice for a client when you circle all the way back is, yeah, I get it. That's what this person does. And that's what this person does. They're two different things, right? I mean, just like the great example, right, is that, you know, you can go to the greatest steakhouse in the world, right, and, you know, and pay $50 for a steak, or you could go to your local cafe and pay $20 for a steak. They both sell steak, right? They're both, you know, in the food businesses, but they're clearly not in the same business, right? So getting that sense of it is like, but they're both great businesses, right? Getting that sense of what works for everybody is to me that so long as the person who's in the more accessible business knows who they are and the person in the ultra luxury business knows who they are, man, what a great discussion happens. Um, and, and that's something that people say to me. It's like, oh, well, I don't do half million dollar weddings, so I don't think I belong there. And I'm like, actually, it's exactly where you belong because mm -hmm. we can help you do $75,000 weddings. Yep at the very, very top level of a $75,000 wedding. You don't yep. have to be doing multi-million dollar projects in mm -mm. order to have a place here. Nope. I think that's a great point, and that's exactly what I'm about, right, is to know your category, not that you want to slice yourself into a category, but know where you're most comfortable. Know the work you love to do. Look, not everybody wants to do five weddings a year and, you know, super luxury. I mean, as fun as that is, right, it's also different. Lots of people like to work a lot. Lots of people like to do 20, 30 events a year, right, and that's fantastic. Right. I love that. And how do you then translate that to be the top of the category? And you nailed it. Right. It's like because I'm interested in what category you are in. And then I'm interested in you being the very top of that category. Right. That to me is if that's who you are, that you want to be the top of your category. Right. Then BBC is for you. So how do people reach out and, mm -hmm. and find you and what's the process for them of getting involved? Well, it, it's very straightforward. So you can just go to the website, which is the BBC Collective. 
Um, and it tells you all about it. You can sign up there, just sign up um, and start to be joining. And then one of the things that's really cool and I think is the group now, um, I don't know if it will change, but right now the group has decided that all everything we do every week is recorded and there's a, there's a written post to it. So it's like the ultimate podcast at this point, right, in the sense that, hey, there's a written thing and then there's, you know, an hour and a half discussion that's paired with everything and the entire archive is available to you. So you can join it and learn that right away. Um, and so you can, there's a lot to learn um, just by showing up and doing that. You know, you clearly don't have to, you know, listen to everything and do all the work before you start participating. You participate right away and then you can fill in whatever you want. And then to, to, to talk to me is pretty simple. It's Sean at the business of being creative is my email, um, dot com. Um, and you can even, you know, however you want to get a hold of me, I am very much, uh, really responsive when it comes to that. Um, uh, so Facebook is Sean Lowe and, you know, I don't do a whole lot of Instagram, but I respond a lot on Instagram. Um, and that's Sean Lowe too. So, um, yeah. And that's something that I, if there's anything that everyone takes away from this when they're listening, you are a really, really strong personality. And there is, there's no room for anyone to turn around and say like, well, Sean's not nice or Sean's not this. You're actually incredibly approachable mm -hmm. and you're willing to have any conversation with anyone. You're willing to have someone stand there in front of you and say, I don't agree. And you're not. You, I mean, it comes off, I think, to some people as judgmental. We're like, oh, Sean doesn't like me. But it's really not. I think that what people miss about you and about our group is that we're not judgmental in a negative sense of, well, you're wrong or you're bad or you're not smart or anything like that. It's very much of if this is what you believe, then come and test it mm -hmm. in front of others and let the group tell you yeah. where you have an opportunity for growth, because I, I don't think that your mode, I think some people might think like the motivation is look how smart I am, no. where you're actually the opposite of that. No, you're right. I mean, I thank you so much for putting that out. It, it, it is right. I mean, because I, 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 um, you know, I think because my opinions are strong, I don't have that filter, um, that people could see it as, as me being judgmental, someone not being good enough. And it's like, it's quite the opposite. It's actually with a deep, deep affection and love and respect for what you're doing, right? That I would, I would want to challenge you to be better if I didn't respect you, right? What I would just, I would just ignore it, right? Because it would be no place for me to, to make any headway, right? It's the, the opposite. It's the idea of, of, you know, really engaging you, really challenging you because again, you know, this is the real world and you're going to deal with real world clients that are going to be, you know, trying to at their very, that's what clients do is that they, they want to know that you're in control. And if you're not in control, they're going to take it. Right. So the idea is, is like, wait a second, let's dial it back and really be in that place so that it's not about a power thing. It's about a confidence and a, and a certainty about what you're about, right? And that's different. It's like fingerprints to me, right? What's certain for you is different for someone else. And I love talking about that, right? And I love having that in front of it. And if it comes off as, you know, I'm challenging and I'm aggressive, then I've done my job, right? But you're right. It's not personal. And in fact, it's the opposite of me being judgmental in the sense that I'm better and smarter than, 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 than you. It's quite the opposite. It's the idea that I think of you as, as knowing your business better than anybody on the planet and that I'm going to challenge you to prove that to me, right? And if you can, then you will be so much better off, right? 
I think this has been great. And I know that we have our BBC call coming up in a few Mm -hmm. minutes, so we're going to wrap it up. But I would just like to end off as saying that for me, for my business, for what I do, the BBC, which is led by you, but is really a conglomerate and Mm -hmm. it's, it's been built and it's, it's had its legs because of the people that come every single week because we're willing to support each other and because we're willing to argue with each other and we're able to have offline conversations with one another and really test the theories. It's been such a tremendous vehicle of growth for me. And what I, what I really love is the fact that you are not, we're not competitors in Mm -hmm. any sense of the word in our group. We have other planners in the group. We have multiple DJs, multiple photographers, And we never look at it as trade secrets where we're competing. We really look at it as this is a wealth of information that we're using to move the needle forward. And Mm -hmm. so if you're out there and if you're listening and you think that the BBC may be a place that you want to come and grow and learn, if you have any questions, I would love to answer them. I consider myself an unofficial ambassador of the group because it has meant so much for me in my business, which has then transformed my life. And so I love it. If you have any questions, let me know. Otherwise, you can reach out to Sean and you can visit the bbccollective.com. We would love to have you there. Thanks so much, Sean. Thank I'm you, excited almost. for our next call. Oh, me too. It's awesome. Thank right, you. Thanks. Th- we'll this talk was soon. awesome. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.